0: Visitors from Seoul, I am Atos. I regret to inform you that you are not welcome on planet Lithum.
1: Greetings, Atos. I am Commander Brad Lansky, and this is Zara.
0: It is an honor to make the acquaintance of a star-faring race, but your presence here puts us in great,
1: great danger. Thank you. We mean no harm. We have an urgent matter to discuss with your scientists. There are no longer scientists amongst our people. I'm the chief engineer on Lithum. What has become of them?
0: May I ask you what it is you
1: seek? We were attacked by a life form that we believe originated on this planet. What kind of life form? An electro-organic life form and a hostile predator.
0: Then our worst fears have come to pass. I'm sorry to acknowledge that you've come to the right place. The early prototype of this creature you speak of was designed by one of my ancestors many orbits ago.
1: How is that possible? You don't bear the signs of a warfaring culture.
0: We are a peace-loving people, but we've endured terrible wars. With whom? With the same creatures that attacked you. We call them the Greffon, and one of them will soon be awakened by your presence. There will be severe consequences for our people.
1: Atos, I'm sorry, but we actually don't know anything about your history. Can you enlighten us?
0: Perhaps our story will live on in you. We too were once a space-faring race, though we never managed to surpass the speed of light. We had good ships, and at one stage, we mined or occupied most planets in the star system. We even populated the adjacent star system two light years away. Uh, but when the scientists understood that they could never break the light barrier, They realized that in order to conquer space, they would have to conquer time.
1: I'm not sure the translator got your meaning in the last sentence. You say you conquered time. Can you explain how you achieved this?
0: Yes. Our theoretical physicists became engineers and focused their efforts on designing machines. These machines had to be hardy enough to survive the eons of time traveling between systems and adaptable enough to survive in almost any environment once they reach their destination.
1: But the Gryphem are living beings.
0: Originally, they were little more than genetic machines. They could survive space and seed form. Back then, they were more primitive and a long way from becoming sentient, though we did build into them the ability to evolve quickly to improve their chances of adaptation.
1: you a risky strategy with all due respect. Why did your ancestors feel such a strong need to conquer interstellar distances?
0: Why does any life form take to space? Because it's there. Because in the long
1: term, it's necessary for the survival of the species. Let's leave the philosophy aside for the moment, Zara. Atis, please continue.
0: They were very successful. They ushered in a golden era of exploration for Lithum. They even found another suitable planet for us only two light years away. Our colonies were the first intelligent life on planet Gryphon, named in honor of the beings who first explored it. What happened then? They became ever better adapted, their network always spreading out along the spiral arm. We think it was the network effect that made their transition into sentience so sudden. 2,000 years after leaving lithium as seed pods, they added sentience to their adaptational arsenal. Suddenly, this new quality directed their intelligence and ever growing thirst for knowledge.
1: What kind of knowledge?
0: Anything that would satisfy their greed for power. The ultimate prize remains faster than light travel. If they could get a hold of this technology, nowhere in the galaxy will be safe.
1: Great attractor! That must be why the transmitter programmed Dieter to come here, so that his knowledge of the subway could be extracted. But by whom? What was the result of their coming into sentience?
0: First confusion, then fear, followed by rage. Many left the network and became exiled individuals. Most of them suffered from fear or loneliness, and many ended their lives through battle or suicide. We tried to help, but we were too far away, our influence too small. Uh, Eventually, the network turned on them and attempted to destroy it.
1: A child slaying its parents? Or a slave his master? A profound
0: question that we grapple with to this
1: day. Please go on, Atos. What did they do?
0: It's not easy for me to remember. First, they destroyed all other life on Graphum and built their main network hub on it. And then, about 1,000 orbits ago, they came to Lithum itself and unleashed terrible destruction, especially of machines and technology.
1: But your ancestors survived.
0: Only because the graphum eventually stopped, though we don't know why. We were helpless. They forbade any form of science or advanced technology. Most of our people rejected technology willingly, seeing it as a source of all evil, and they reverted to an agrarian way of life. A few of us remained defiant. But the Graphim had left a single warden behind to hold our planet hostage. A warden? Where? (laughs) On the adjacent planet, toward the suns.
1: Held hostage how?
0: When it decides a community has crossed the line into the realm of science, it wreaks destruction upon that community. How? You must have seen the ring around this planet.
1: Yes, an impressive sight.
0: (laughs) It was the crowning achievement of my civilization harvesting clean power from our stars and allowing us to keep Lithium's climate stable. A single graphum now controls the ring from the neighbouring planet. It induced a global ice age. Worse still, it can focus our stars' light onto any spot on Lithium, inflicting severe storms and starvation upon whom it pleases.
1: This is an outrage, Brad. We have to do something. Easy now. We cannot get involved in the affairs of a foreign world. What affairs? An entire planet is being held hostage.
0: I'm afraid you already are involved. The presence of your ship here will almost certainly have grave consequences for this city. Incoming transmission. Priority zero. Important. Critical. Cool. You pathetic excuse for a life for
1: You are a direct
0: contravention of your orders not to fly. With all due respect, let me explain. It was not my people that were flying. We were visited by an alien race. As you know, we haven't had flight capability for a thousand orbits. Miserable worm. You hold me in contempt. <laughs> Expecting me to believe your excrement? For your brave error. I victory vigorize the comes a rub No, please, I beg you, it's not our fault. Brad, the Advantage has spotted a ship leaving the neighboring planet at high speed. It's coming straight at her. Even if we leave now, we'll probably get to her before we do.
1: Damn it! Who's controlling the Advantage? Dieter is awake and has assumed control. Please excuse us, Atos. We need to get back to our ship immediately. You were right. The Griffim is on its way.